0: Hello and welcome back into the Savage Situation Podcast. It's your host here, Adam Savage. Good to have you guys here. And we've had such an amazing couple of seasons. We're back with a third season. Now I have a co-host every week, Ian Chambers, and we've got so much coming your way. And we have guests coming on, we're talking about the gaming world as well as you know things like online, lifestyle, sport as well. So it kind of encapsulates kind of everything that we like, and we hope you guys enjoy it as well. Now, one thing that's really going to help grow the show and expand to a bigger audience and broaden its horizons is if you guys do leave a review. It's really important to subscribe and follow to make sure you never miss an episode, but reviews are so key to getting us as high up the charts as humanly possible so that everyone can hear our brilliant podcast that you guys obviously a massive part of as well. Uh, do make sure to leave a five-star review if you can. That'd be amazing with a comment as well, and hopefully it'll boost our show to out of space and beyond enjoy this new episode it's a banger if i do say so myself i would say that though but genuinely enjoy hello there welcome back to the savage situation podcast it's me adam savage your host i'm delighted to say that i'm joined again by ian chambers
1: hello mate do you know what i was thinking about this the other day like the savage situation it's such a great name. I was thinking, how do I crowbar my name into this? And and, and I've been trying to come up with a clever way of it. The Savage Chambers situation doesn't work. Um, The Chambers situation sounds horrendous. Uh, So I've decided, and I hope you're cool with this, that we stick with the Savage situation. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, I, that, that's fine. I'm, I'm cool with that. Although I tell you what, there probably there's be some kind of Dark Souls game in the future with the cha- the Chambers of Savage could oh. be like some kind of like messed up Gauntlet with all kinds of like kind of weird stuff going on. Yeah, I, could got, be definitely I got a, a Demon
1: level. Souls for for Christmas last year, and um, it, it was haunting. And I played it for a while. I was, I was streaming it for a while. And I honestly believe that that is the hardest game ever created. And it got to a point where I was waking up in the middle of the night at four AM, sweating, thinking there was a demon in my room. And I thought I need to stop playing this game and just go back to playing Super Mario. You know?
0: Yeah. That, you, when you start hallucinating, that's when it's, that's when it's time to give it a rest. Just just chat, take take a moment out, get some fresh air, mate. I mean, oh, yeah, guys, welcome back into the podcast. Honestly, it, it, it's the hottest day. I think, ever in the UK right now today as of recording this. Um, Although it could just be the fact that Ian's back on the podcast. One of the two is still, (laughs) it's hot. But it's great to have you guys back here. Obviously, um, we're so delighted to be bringing this to you every week. And we've got tons of gaming stuff to get through, mate. I mean, Mm. I want to talk about like a lot of different things. But first and foremost, you've been a busy, busy boy. Uh, You've been, you're finally back in the UK.
1: Yes! Do you know what? It's so nice to be just, oh, there she is, my beautiful PC. Um, you know, I have my <laughs> mouse in front of me, my keyboard, my mic. It's just, it is really nice to be back in, back in my studio. You know, When we did our last episode, I was in a hotel room in Portugal. And then from Portugal, I flew to Madrid to do an epic um, Valorant tournament put on by Red Bull. It was called the Red Bull Campus Clutch. So I was over there. It was honestly, for so many reasons, magical. And reason at the top of the list has to be it was the first LAN event that I've been to. I think that anybody there had been to since the start of this crazy pandemic. And um, yeah, massive gosh thanks to Red gosh. Bull for put, putting it on and putting it together. But long story short, it was a university Valorant tournament where it started off 25,000 players, 5,000 teams from over 50 countries all competed in national finals. Then they went through the playoffs in London. And then these students all get flown out from the likes of you know the US, South Korea, Turkey, you name it, Canada—they all fly out thanks to Red Bull, and they land in Madrid and compete at a LAN. For many of them, it was their first ever. For some of them, it was their first land since wow. the pandemic. But it was awesome. And hearing a hearing a crowd react—you know this, Adam. You've been a tons of of LAN events in your illustrious career, but to hear that 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 crowd reaction to a kill. Or an amazing player, and everyone, oh my god, let's go! And you know, yeah, all that sort of stuff was just wild. And you know, you listening and, and, and watching, I'm sure that you'll have been to lands in your time. If not, and, and you'd love to, I hope that you get to go to one when the the world opens up more. But yeah, it was it was awesome, and I love Valorant. What a great game!
0: Yeah, what a game. I mean, I mean, I love the fact that you went, you are at a land, man. I've been desperate to to get back out there and see people again for so long now i think you i think you're right i remember the first i think that one of the very first gaming events i ever went to a lot you know a few years ago now was was um was cod xp and in, in la and it was um i think optic were were, were competing in like the final and I'd, I'd never really been to like a live kind of esports kind of like well event of any sorts really with like an audience and i remember thinking going there and thinking okay this is gonna be interesting and seeing like you're right like at the time, the green wall being like, "Let's go!" Like, yeah, and, and yeah, going yeah. going crazy. Yeah. And you had a time. Where I was like, "This is this is mad. This is it's just. It must be an American thing. These crazy Americans. Is these guys?" But in actual <laughs> fact, no, it's not. It's, it's it's everywhere. It's all over the world. And ever since you know, as you said, being in a situation where you've got like so many people who've come together. And you mentioned like all these different countries around the world who've come to celebrate. You know, Valor, which I think as well. You know, I think you know, I love the campus clutch format with like you know, university students and yes. college students kind of competing. But you're right, Valorant, dude, is what? I mean, that's probably, of of all the games during lockdown, Mm. like, Valorant's been one of those ones. I think that probably saw the, because it came out during the lockdown, that is kind of beta, came out, and it just took the world by storm. And, you know, you always knew it was going to, you know, being developed by Riot. It had like a, you know, kind of like this fantastical kind of like CS vibe, you know, running through the gameplay, the meta and things as well. I mean, it's just been an absolute revelation, mate.
1: It has, and, and you know, I keep going on about it was the first LAN event for, for a lot of people, but it was obviously because you said it was born at a time where no one could host a LAN event. So to see Valorant's first ever LAN and be part of it, um, as small as it was, you know, I was I was the host throughout several uh, parts of the the weekend, but it was just it's historic, and and I and I can only see that game getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So, yes, I just want to say one more time, thanks to uh, to Red Bull for having me. I think I think we want to
0: know as well how much Red Bull did you consume in the days you were there because I'm assu- I'm assuming yeah there was a, there was a bit of it about so
1: you couldn't go to the toilet without there being a Red Bull somewhere
0: it was. Um- <laughs>
1: It was like a red, a red bull shaped lavatory, blue
0: roll, the whole thing.
1: But they do it big. Like the thing is they do it big and then they're aware of like, you know, brand awareness is, is, is massively important when you go to an event like that, of course. And you rock up and there's this big, like, it looks like an armored truck, like a Red Bull armored truck with a DJ on top, like playing music and then fridges everywhere with Red Bull, wherever you went. And to answer your question, um, I, I can, I consumed a lot of Red Bull. Um, (laughs) I should probably have like a week off. And then get back on it. Yeah, yeah. Just just a week. Let's just not week. No, let's not go too
0: crazy. Don't don't yeah. go too kind of like tito. Or let's just, just you know go, go back soon. Yeah. Um, but I can. Yeah, they've got the really different variations now. I mean, that's that's the thing with uh with energy drinks. I, I'm a massive coffee guy. I know there's probably a lot of people listening as well who yeah. big coffee drinkers, like energy drink. But any which any, wherever floats your boat, man. Whatever just, floats your boat.
1: Just, I just want to go back. Really br- I just want to go back briefly. Yeah. Whatever. You For me, it's a Yorkshire tea. But I just want to, I just <laughs> want to take a, a step back really briefly. Classic. Sav. And, and yep. talk about lands again because, you know, until you've experienced it, you, you never really quite understand it, do you? And it's it's just like anything. It's like a football match. It's like a, an NBA final or whatever it is. And like when I tell when I was telling some of my friends once again, I'm touching on the fact that not everybody I know understands the gaming world and esports. And I'm telling him about the, the, the massive pops and reactions to certain moments. And like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, listen, if you're a fan of football and you're, you're watching players do what you love and, and they're doing it at the highest level, it's, it's just the same as you playing Sunday League and then you go watch the best, the greatest of all time, whatever you want to call it, doing it at the top level. So when you see them do the, the, the things that you can't do, of course, you're going to be like, oh, my word. And especially if you're supporting <laughs> that team. It's like anything. Do you know what I'm trying to say? It's like, it's. Yeah, man. For, for people who don't understand it, once you get there, I think you, 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 great, you gain a greater understanding of what, what, what it's all about. Yeah. And it's a
0: bit of a baptism of fire as well, because you can't really go there and half-ass it. You can't no, you go can't. there and be like, oh, I'm just going to sit here in the corner and wave my little flag and do my thing. It's like, no, you commit. You, do. all right, you don't mess around. You jump in two feet and arms and head, the whole shebang. Like, go for it. <laughs> because i think that's that's the thing for me is like you you, you go to one of these um events and, and, as you mentioned you know and if we're you know, probably preaching here to probably a predominantly esports fa- you know, favoring audience here but i love I do, I do love the fact though that we're seeing a lot of this competition this competitiveness kind of like creeping its way into things like comic cons now as well like it's a great it's a great area to have like you know particularly comic cons i've been to like pokemon tournaments and seen like kind of you know all, all different things happen um at uh at comic cons as well, so it's it's great that it's kind of like managing to transcend to different areas now,
1: and live events in general to kind of get a new audience to get to embrace it really. But um, and Sav, on the on the flip side, we've still got the virtual events going, and I know that you are making a name for yourself in the Fortnite world.
0: Well, what can I say, man? Like, what you know? What can I say? You yeah, know, I'm, I'm doing I'm doing all right. I mean, I think that I, I think Fortnite's been for me is it's been a bit of a saving, a bit of a saving grace ever since it, I think ever since it came out all those years ago. I've, I've always loved the game. Mm. I've always really enjoyed it and I got really lucky. I've talked about this before, I think, on a podcast very briefly, so I, I, went, I won't go into too much detail. But, yeah, yeah I, I hosted Calavita Royale, one of the first um, third party kind of fortnight events a while ago. And this is obviously pre, pre-COVID, and um it just happens that yeah we've come into like you know come into 2021 and i was looking for a game to sink my teeth into we talked about multi-gaming a lot yeah, and how it's like did. it's really hard to kind of it, you bounce from one game to another as a, a host or a talent in some respects and to have one game that you focus a lot of energy into is is really key and fortnite's been my puppy and i've loved it so much i got kind of brought on board to f2 fncs i'm, I'm back for another season which is sick yeah we'll next week yeah yeah uh season seven yeah, i'm gonna be uh, an analyst on that so i'm in to kind of an analyst role now which is a bit different to usual, obviously, it's very different. It's not like kind of me going, "Hi, welcome to the show." This is what we're doing. It's more me like going, "Let's break down the meta of how that build varied compared to his teammates' build over there." And the defense, it's a lot more kind of detailed. Um, but at the same time, it's um, it's been awesome. It's kind of led to me doing kind of like you know, um, I've done Twitch Rivals, and I'm Dreamhack again tomorrow. I've Got the Cash Cup and Cash Cup Extra that I'm hosting, uh, which is going to be great. So I'm looking forward to that as well. I mean, Fortnite, Fortnite's kind of interesting actually. It's one of these one of these games as well that's had actually quite a lot of um, you know, it's always getting a lot of like press regardless like one way or another be it, you know they've obviously recently because of the new Space Jam movie which I am so hyped for by the way I love the original
1: Space Jam Listen, I, look, the in fact it, that, like, I mean uh, it's, it's tough isn't it it's, it's a tough one to follow I think that sequels are, are very difficult and, and Michael Jordan was a once in a lifetime megastar he's like when you actually think back to like the 90s and, and the stars that came out of it you look at your, your likes of Michael Jackson and I don't know when you think of, uh, th- there are so many like Prince th- like do you know the top level then you think like yeah. Elvis and like top top level superstars Jordan yeah. Michael Jordan was one of those right LeBron yeah. he's amazing he's he's one of the greatest basketball players of all time does he have the same aura as Michael Jordan I'd probably say mm. probably not will will the world go out to see him in a in a movie I don't know if you're if you're not a, a Lakers fan do you care yeah I'm not sure but yeah luckily you got you got air uh, bugs in there so I'll be going yeah
0: Tell, tell me, by the way, you watched The Last Dance last year, the, oh, the documentary Lord about net. Jordan. Listen. Bro, I, pff, I don't think there's a better documentary I've ever seen. I think it's I probably actually, one of the best documentaries wait, I've ever seen.
1: It was one of those, wasn't it? Where like the episode would finish and you it was one of those where you would count down the minutes until the next episode.
0: Oh my god, I'm with you. Have you and just for you guys who uh, you know are joining us here as well, like with yeah, you know, when it comes to like things like sport, obviously Ian and I are big sports guys, yeah. you know, multi sports as well, not just kind of not just football, but I guess both of us kind of track like kind of like to keep, keep our ear to the ground across all sports. For Sure. And um, and with basketball, like I've I've always been like I mean you know, I used to play NBA Jam, like yes. I used to have the nuts out of that back in the day. I used to me love too. me.
1: He's on fire.
0: You He's know, on fire. It. And I love oh, I how you love still it. say
1: play the nuts on- out of it. Yeah, you play the oh, nuts yeah, out yeah, I love love of that game
0: or there was always just the, the odd boom shakalaka for yeah. no reason. I don't know why that was... Yeah, you know, that was a thing. But, you know, NBA Jam <laughs> was so, so good back in the day, and you always yeah. would look at, like, you know, the, the Bulls and, like, you know, you had, like, Jordan and, and Scottie Pippen. Yeah. You have, like, Muggsy Bogues for Charlotte Hornets and mm-hmm. Patrick Ewing for, like, the Knicks. All these classic these classic video game characters, which at the time, not being a massive, you know, basketball fan, I was more football, you know, when I was younger. But then suddenly seeing this documentary that kind of all those people, it, br- it brings them to life, like, completely like in a, in a human aspect, like these are real people. They're not just kind of like you, you remember from, you know, who used to kind of break the glass in a video game all those years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, Dude, I was totally enamored by not only the basketball world, but like I actually, Jordan is, is a, he is, he's built different. He's a
1: different breed of of human being. different. He is built different. Uh, The
0: way that, that, that kind of budding mentality, it's so rare to see someone who is that, dedicated to uh, to anything but to see it in a sporting rec- and, I, and i had no idea about like you know, you know you kind of like look at the rocky movies yes and you see the kind of progression of rocky and you kind of yeah. go okay it's fiction but it's like it's cool that actually happened to jordan like that was his life
1: the thing is that right if if we me and you had five percent of whatever that is that that drive that, that michael jordan had and you listening if you had five percent of it you could probably achieve everything you want in the entire world he had hundred percent of it. Like it was just crazy. Every, and, and when he was supposed to be down and out, he was never down and out and he just kept coming back and just winning. Anyway, we could talk about Michael Jordan forever. We but, could, we could. We could. We just, wait I just want to touch on one last thing. Have you, have you seen these one up arcade machines that you can get these, like these new ones that have been re-released. So like I bought, no. um, Oh really? Nice. No. So this? like, so like, do you know the arcade machines that you get in an arcade? Uh, joysticks and all that
0: uh, sort of stuff. I, yes, I've seen arcade machines. You've, You've seen, seen them an arcade, yet. yes, You've I have.
1: Seen yes, those. Yes, yes. Wow! <laughs> so, like, you, you can buy yeah. them at a, a decent price, and you can have them in your home. But uh, put on by this this um, this brand called One Up, One Up Arcade, so, or something like that. And I got a Mortal Kombat one, It has Mortal Kombat One and Two on it, and it's in my living room right now. It's one oh, of the joys of being single; what? I don't have to compromise any of my space. My <laughs> brother, my brother, got the NBA Jam one, and I'm so jealous because not only has he got an NBA Jam arcade machine in his living room. It's got online capabilities. What, mate? So you can play with other people on their arcade machines in their homes playing NBA Jam.
0: That is that is niche though. There can't be there can't be loads of people like queuing up in the lobby going he's get game.
1: He just has it on for like, a couple of hours until someone's joins. <laughs> <laughs> every,
0: every, every six day it pings and he's like, no way! And it's like, oh <laughs> they've dropped they've dropped they've dropped off. Going back to the original point about Jordan and about like uh, LeBron and Space Jam, obviously LeBron is like a new, the new character in Fortnite, this kind of like yeah at the moment because of um kind of the collaboration that Fortnite have done. But um another thing that's happened, like, like this year, as of recording this yesterday uh Booga, the world the world champion the solos world champ of the world cup back in 2019 has just got his icon series like skin yeah. now this is a thing this is a thing which if you don't play fortnite anymore you're thinking well, what the heck's an icon series ultimately there are a few creators or, or special individuals who aren't your lebron jameses or aren't your captain americas or whatever they might have you know used or your mandalorian to kind of be, you know put into the game who are real people who have managed to get in the th- you got like, the likes of um lachlan who's like a big con- content creator like Fortnite creator you've got like, laser beams one of them um obviously ninja but it's pretty freaking awesome dude to get your own like oh no you're not your own character in the game but like your own back bling your own kind of like emote like
1: it's 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 pretty much a dream come true for anyone i love the the whole games rewarding the 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 gamers you know the consumers because you know it's great when they do it with professionals like pro-, pro gamers but guys like levin you know i know you work with levin levin 2k right yeah, man. Great guy. My man Levin. Yeah, lives and breathes Fortnite, and he's got his own Taco Tuesday um, skin. And can you imagine like being given that? And it's like I think he's only like eighteen.
0: Fortnite is a, is is a great game in the sense that it can it is very it is very open to um, inviting in outsider. You know, kind of like you know, be it talent or or, or kind of or um, different IP into the game to basically say hey look this is a bit of a sandbox you know jobby anyway mm-hmm. if you want to be involved in this obviously pay us a lot of money but at the same time yeah, 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 yeah. we're willing to kind of open the door to certain people and have them kind of as you mentioned you know to kind of you know hype up certain things and obviously 11 yeah i think they've done it a few times with other with other kind of people involved in the Fortnite like scene as such like in the Fortnite kind of world where you know that they've invited them in to kind of like create a um, a character, or kind of like a, a special kind of one-off, kind of like you know special event, whatever yeah. it might be, which I think is really really cool. But that's that's what that's why I've, that's why I've been kind of interested because I because I I was lucky in, in Fortnite recently. We did at FNCS Finals, and within Fortnite they've got what's called Party Royale. I'm sure you know this anyway. Yeah. But basically, it's kind of like an it's kind of like a six space man. It's like, it's like in, within the creative hub. Have you been to Party Royale? Do you know what this is, Ian? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So within, yeah, so within Pirate it's basically, if you guys, you might not know, but ultimately it's like a hub where they can show like movies, they can show like concerts, like Travis Scott, or it might be performing. It's it, Marshmallow, some in, incredible stuff. Um, in the FNCS finals, like I was in the game broadcasting on the billboard. Like people could like throw tomatoes at us. It was crazy. crazy. Crazy, dude. I was crazy. in the game. Um, and I hope to be again this season. But like, it's like a really cool thing. But that's one thing, that's projecting me. Like my camera feed into the screen to actually be a character to yeah. actually have be created by the developers at Epic to be inside the game. That's freaking awesome, man! Like, that's like that—that that is stuff that you could tell your kids and be like, "I was in—I'm in this game. I was—I—and it's a thing—and you could play as me." And I and I love that because I think I think with all footballers, so you look at like FIFA, right? And all these yeah. different footballers are in FIFA, and every year their stats change and whatnot. We're mm-hmm. in Fortnite. Other than aesthetics, everyone's the same, yeah. so it doesn't matter kind of what what year or what version you get. You get the skin. You get the skin. Um or as Fortnite call it the outfit. So I think that's that's the thing is like, I I think it's it's a pretty it's a pretty amazing thing, isn't it? I don't know what what, what game would you love to be in? Ian? What would you what would you love to see yourself?
1: I would love to be is in Super Smash Brothers. I mean, I oh mean it could show. it could never happen. Oh my god. Because I'd have to also feature in a, a, a successful video game as a as a star character. <laughs> but um to play as True. myself on on Super Smash Brothers would be unbelievable. Or like oh, mate. to be on Mario Kart. Like oh, a God. Mario Kart character. Oh my God. That can would I, be fierce. Can I just apologize, by the way? Because I am. You said at the very beginning of this show that it is like one of the hottest days in England. Um yeah. Ever. Are you sweating? Mate, if you could see me right now, I am covered in sweat. I'm wearing a grey t shirt, which was a bad idea. Uh, I've got no. I can't open my window right now because my window's broken in my studio. I've actually got a show tonight as well, a Fortnite show, funny enough. Um, where I'm wearing that's awesome um yeah so but right now just whoo I, I I don't know how I'm going to get through that show without sweating profusely so I just wanted to apologize to our audience that no I'm, no I'm no and this away. is
0: and this is the reason uh that I always record the podcast trouserless you, so, you got underpants on though right moving on <laughs> um, so the next story is, <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, I, mean, I think mate, it, it, it is very hot. He's got his tighty white. He's on gas. He's got his tighty on. God, I can't even imagine who who wears white like white white front pants. Not like, me. Like, like who who goes into a shop and goes, I fancy those. Even it, when I'm 90 mm. and I go into a shop, I'm never going to go. I'm going to go for the little I don't white know, ones. I think I think you so might. I to put think... my I could put my hand I put my
1: hand in the little front pocket bit. Like why why would you do that? I think what's going to happen is, is that maybe when you hit like 65, 70, it's just a genetic switch that hits within you and you all of a sudden start buying your <laughs> weights. So I don't think we can write it off. I think it might still happen. There's no, there's
0: no way that I, suddenly at 70, <laughs> I'm going to wake up one morning and go, I'm suddenly going to go and get a paper for not having done for 50 years. I'm going to go get a paper and sit there in my slippers and my dressing gown and maybe prune some weeds this afternoon. I'm not going to do that. It's all stereotypes, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to sit down... Crack on some, I don't know, some Rainbow Six, and go to town on some noobs. There you, you know, go. that's what I must want to do. When I'm Maybe not when I'm 70, but we'll see what happens. Okay, it's but right. I, that, that's the thing is different, different generation, man. We got we got, we got, the, we got the internet now. Our grandparents mm-hmm. didn't have that. Different generation. So, but um, I'm yeah, I'm glad you brought the switch up as well. Actually, second ago with Smash Brothers because. Although I know you love Nintendo, you've got a lot of time for it. Yeah, there, there is there is news this week, Ian, as well. There is a little there is a little bit of a game changer in the works here. Mm-hmm. It could be a spanner in the works for for, for Switch users here. So Valve, who obviously create um, Dota two and CS, which I would say Dota and and Valve um, and Counter Strike are probably the two or two, if not the biggest esports in the world. Mm-hmm. I would say and yep. if, we, if we had to kind of go in a terms bit, of just like player undeniable. base, undeniable, yeah. In player base, legacy, history, I'd say yeah. I'd say obviously leagues up there as well. Um, I would say that who else would be up in the, in that kind of top five bracket of like top top top. Yeah,
1: you're five. saying like top top because I, I, you know we spoke about Valorant top, area top. that's that's on the way up. Yeah, but then you've got your yeah. um, you've got your Rainbow Six has got to be somewhere near the top. But then like Rocket League's on its way up as well. There's quite yeah, a few, yeah. but I know you're talking about like the the killer. Top, top ones, right? Do you know what's massive, dude, is chess. Online chess has gone yeah, crazy. It is. Oh, my it God. It's got I wouldn't know where off. to start with chess.
0: Crazy. Yeah, I wouldn't know where to start. I mean, I can play. Some people are like, I can't play chess. I'm like, really? But so, I think it's just the thing that I just learned growing up. it's just the thing that, like it's, like, it's like learning to drive. Once you've done it once,
1: you know how to do it. I've got a chess board in my living room. I just have it there as an ornament. But are you telling me that there's some competition for the Nintendo Switch? Do I want yeah, to hear yeah, yeah this?
0: Mate, mate, yeah. So ultimately, right, Valve, creators of Dota and CS, Mm -hmm. have um, created, along with Steam, um, who obviously is the kind of major kind of um, PC kind of um, gaming database or library, a new um, Steam Deck, which is basically like a way that you can play all your PC games on the move mm. like it looks like a, it looks like a game gear you can find it kind of loads of stories of it online you can find, it's like, it looks like a game gear like that's old school um, it looks like a switch that's, it looks like a switch kind of but it's like it has the same kind of mobile uh, cap- what? tell cap- me cap- what it's called you one more time it. it's cool I, 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 from the last time I checked it's called the, the, um, the Steam Deck Steam Deck okay Okay. Ah, no, oh, right he's, I'm, not he's, about he's out,
1: I'm not worried he's about this I'm not worried
0: about this it's a bit clunky looking I'm not going to lie I'm going to tell but you it's... why I'm
1: not worried about it no give us some of the details on the spec and stuff first right
0: Okay, from what from what I gather, I don't think it has as far as I can tell online capability. Uh, I could be completely mistaken here. What does it say what does it say we're reading?
1: So, it's a 7-inch LCD touchscreen. Um it has an AMD processor, okay. an AMD RDNA 2 GPU and 16 gigabytes of memory. I imagine mm. this has to have some form of online... um capability but yeah the, must do, the, must do. When, I, when i'm looking at this right here's 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 what i'm thinking so think of a think of a classic pc gamer think of and this is coming from a man who never wants nintendo to lose so bear with me i'm gonna be a bit negative about it you could be positive about it in a minute okay so if you're a pc gamer and you want to get on steam and you want to play your favorite games right yeah yeah where, where do you want to play it at your pc you do, yeah. don't you? Because it's that's that's why you play on your PC because you want to you want to be a PC gamer. By the looks of things
0: here, just just a bit of cost as well. So we're looking at for a 64 gig version, mm. three hundred and ninety nine dollars, which is kind of around three hundred and twenty quid or something. Yeah, two fifty six gig, we're looking at about five hundred quid, and then for five hundred and twelve gigs uh, version, it's probably around six hundred quid. Um, for the spec wise, it's saying here like the the architecture. The same as like an AMD Ryzen three thousand processors, pretty decent. Uh, four Zen two cores, eight threads. I mean, I mean the thing. I mean the thing going to pack a punch. You know, they, would, they wouldn't. They yeah. wouldn't leave it kind of hanging. They wouldn't say, "Oh, yeah, we're making this thing." Or oh, by the way, it's pretty crap. They're going to make it good. I think for me, it's just a case of like you know how how I think the the, the greatest point is the one you you, you brought up. You know, if, if you're if you use Steam, because there are some people out there, and I'm and I'm not one. Of them, I've always yeah. I've always been a bit of a console gamer. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Tell it, tell okay? Always been. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, sh- you guys listening, shut up, okay? Don't tell anybody that. We're, we're never going to work again. Um, but at the same time, consoles are all. Okay, so at the same time that. But, but, but for me, I've always been a bit of a console gamer. So for me, I, I can understand if someone's a PC gamer predominantly and all their games are on PC or on Steam or whatever it might be, then i understand that i mean i got into i got into the phase recently of like xbox game pass and i was rinsing all the games that i didn't have like on my consoles at home put them onto my pc there as well Mm -hmm. so i've I've obviously i've got a steam account got lots of games on there but for me the idea of taking that on the road with me and those kind of games um when i have got a switch as well i'm lucky to have a switch um obviously the price point for this looks a little bit you know kind of like cheaper than Mm -hmm. the switch to a degree yeah but unless you're really into playing pc games on the move which i can't imagine is many people i don't know why you necessarily get it
1: i i I understand it and i understand why it's a a cool concept i just don't think that pc gamers want to carry their games in their pocket i i I think they want to be want their keyboard i think they want their mouse that's it might be a generalization i'm making here but if you you yeah because you want to put pc gamers like to play competitively and it's hard to play competitively with on a handheld console
0: Hundred percent. I think. I think that. I think that's what is is probably going to be integrated. It's going to be more focused on games which aren't the competitive ones that you would kind of associate. You know, we've talked about Valorant or the Counter Strikes or not. I don't think necessarily. I mean, maybe things like I me. Mean, I can imagine things like Dota, like uh, or trans, you know, trans you Doom, and have a bit of fun. Yeah, Doom. games like Doom, and I think that'll be it. I think that'll be it. I think using your because there are so many games which are you know available, obviously on Steam, which aren't the the core kind of like competitive. Absolutely. I must, you know, everything's about kind of like the, you know, kind of like the the tread on your kind of mouse pad, your mouse, yeah, you know, the kind of like the the key binding, you know, that that's all very yeah. in, in, in serious gaming but for more kind of like casual stuff if you're not really a nintendo kid and you know you obviously are i've played a lot of nintendo as well and i'm a big nintendo fan too but if you're not that way inclined to what you have been predominantly pc always then this is like probably a really refreshing thing that you can do to still get the most out of your your steam
1: oh yeah thing, i like, mean I i'm I'm definitely eyeing it up thinking i'd like to buy one of course but yeah i'm, I'm also yeah. very conscious that i don't want nintendo to lose but yeah um it's interesting. It's interesting. It's, it's definitely a spanner in the works for Nintendo for sure. Nintendo this week as, as well have released
0: a, a Zelda Sky, is it Skyward Sword? Skyward, Skyward Sword, 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 yeah. Then you, uh, in HD and mm. like that's I know. I mean, you, I'm sure you played the original. I mean, how hyped are you for that,
1: mate? Really hyped. I, I loved it on the Wii. And um, the cool thing about it as well is is that like. The nunchucks and stuff. So when it came out on the Wii, you, you swung your sword with your Wii remote with Wii motion plus in <laughs> it. You, you, you swang, swang your sword. your sword. Swung your sword, swang your sword. I don't know how you say it, but see, um, see I don't I don't know if swang's a word, but I'm
0: totally I'm totally I'm totally cool with it. I think it's I think that's <laughs> what we should I I know what you mean. Let's just roll with it. So you so, swang
1: Here's Siri, yeah. define the word swang.
0: Swang, a cool word made up on the podcast.
1: Great. Thanks, Siri. You swing your sword with your, your Wiimote with your and uh, your nunchuck would be a shield. And, and it was just, it was awesome. So now with the, with the, um, oh, what's it called? The Joy-Cons. The, it's the same thing on the Switch. So it's all very motion-based, which is, which is really cool. And I think it, it's important for Nintendo fans who love Zelda that you get these little HD remakes to keep you ticking along before the next one comes out, because it, they wait a long time and they, they tend to spend a lot of time rebuilding the next one. So Breath of the Wild 2, I think it's next year it comes out. So this will keep you okay. ticking for a while. However, there are mm. lots of other HD remakes that I would like to see in front of Skyward Sword. Go on, go on. There's a, there's a set... All right, two. There are two that I would love to see. Okay, and, okay. All right, Goldeneye oh, in HD. There, there, is, there are complications with it. There's a reason why. It's because the uh, the motion picture studio behind Goldeneye the movie earned the rights to it. Also, uh, it was developed by Rare, who are also no longer partnered with Nintendo. So we're probably never going to see that. If you go on YouTube, you can actually see a version that was made for the Xbox 360 or Xbox One. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, hmm. It was actually an official one that was made and leaked, but they could never get through all of the They couldn't get through all the hoops and, and rings to get it released because there were so many issues with it. But you can check it out, and it's okay. awesome. And I would love to see that remade in HD. But also one of the most underrated adventure games of all time, Donkey Kong 64 in HD. I would love to see as well.
0: Donkey Kong Country. Oh, Donkey Kong 64. Yeah, in yeah, HD.
1: Yeah, I'd love to see that. Any you oh, like interesting
0: um what what, could I, what would i love to see remade in hd that wasn't great i mean i see i was i was you know i was massively on board because i i loved final fantasy 7 growing up i was a huge final fantasy 7 fan i loved mm-hmm. it one of the biggest games of my life when it came when it was remade it wasn't it wasn't exactly what i what i it was the say it was it was the same but it was so different in so yeah. many ways it was like oh, okay that's not what i wanted but fine do you know why do you know what i would love to play again <laughs> do you remember the drummer OG Grand Theft Auto, top-down. Do you remember that?
1: Oh, that. that Dude! Out. Didn't With like that the come Austin out again? Power
0: Shaguar. What?
1: Yeah, yeah. I remember, but didn't yeah. that get released on like, one of them got released for like the Nintendo 3DS or something or the Nintendo DS. But, um, really? Yeah, one of the top-down Grand Theft Autos came out again for, for the DS. I remember playing it. Oh mate, that from when I when I that that would be sick.
0: I mean, it wouldn't take much as well because that game was proper proper pixelated. It wouldn't take much to really kind of go the distance with that one. I think you're probably looking at the era that you want kind of remade is like the um, the kind of like the, the PS2 era because I think yeah, there yeah, you yeah. had something there or there. I remember there was um, do you remember the game Bully, the one yes. that was kind of the, uh, the Rockstar one. That was so it was weird, but great.
1: It was such a so weird. Game. weird.
0: Had this kind of weird, kind of beavers and butthead vibe, but it was yeah, pretty it savage and kind of yeah. like it was like you could literally beat kids up with a like a plank you found like behind like the the, the janitor's shed. It was weird, <laughs> so strange. But it was like I just I just remember that thinking that would be pretty sick. I'd love to see that again.
1: Yeah, that was um, PS2, wasn't it? Yeah. The, yeah. the only
0: thing, the only thing about HD remakes for me, and I, and I you know, and I'm I'm on board because I, you know, I'm a I, I love I love I'm a big nostalgia guy. You know, I'm happy mm-hmm. to always see things return for another go round. Yeah, uh, the merry go round, hundred percent. But there are times as well where I think there are moments when you re-release a, you re-release a game like Skyward Sword. And mm. I imagine it's going to have a pretty hefty price tag on it because, you know, it's Nintendo. You're right. Uh, I know where you're going with this. I'm, I'm 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 kind of vibing a little bit towards if you're going to bring back a game that we've already played, it's in mm-hmm. some degree. And you basically said, here's the same game, yeah. but we've tweaked a few things graphically. To, or, you know, we've made it a lot better looking, but we've tweaked it a bit. You kind of almost want to say, well, then... It should be half the price tag. Yes, I know you. I don't think you. I don't think you can justify. I know that the studios have worked really hard. They've yeah, they've 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 ground out kind of remapping yeah. the whole game to a degree. But you know,
1: I mean, I don't want to. I've, I've I kind of know what's coming my way. It you know? shouldn't cost the same as a brand new, built from the ground up release. Y- y- you're a hundred percent. I think that a game like Skyward Sword HD should be twenty five quid. I think that's a decent. Yeah. I think that's a decent price point. Um, decent. Because I'm I'm more than happy, like you said. You know when game developers obviously work incredibly hard on any game that ever comes out for a, for a console in 2021, and yep. um, the same applied in the past. But I'm happy to pay that 50 quid because you know it is what it is. It's expensive for a video game, 50 quid. I get that sometimes more, 55 for some PS PS5 games. You're looking at 60 quid sometimes above. I think I paid like 60 60 something pounds for Call of Duty on the PS5, which made me a bit sick. But it's just the way it is. I, I look at like um. What happened
0: last year with with cyberpunk as well and mm. i think about like the amount of money that i i you know we're, we're very lucky like you know you guys know that uh, i work in, in the gaming industry uh, as does ian you know um very lucky sometimes to get you know publishers who are you know god bless them sometimes give us codes to things or review codes that we can play games get early <laughs> access for speak research for yourself,
1: and, bro. speak for yourself
0: well i get all the games <laughs> but i am like the, pay, the i am i am the macaulay culkin page master of games i have them all <laughs> Uh, that's a freaking old school reference, but I'm, am uh, you're Stick on board it. with me. With I know. I'm, I'm, I'm thank you. Thank you. I'm man. here for it. Thank I'm you, here brother. for it. Thank you, man. I love I got it. you, brother. Um, like, like here's an old school reference that no one will get. You, okay. People listening right now, you will never know how much Spice Girls to become one really hits unless you were there when it came out that Christmas. Hey,
1: look, if All right? you, if you, you, will you went, never know if you went filling oh, in the Spice Girls sticker book, you'll never understand what it means. All
0: right. I don't have a sticker book, man. That's weird.
1: Uh, yeah, the sticker book. Yeah. I had the sticker sti- book. Yeah.
0: Did it have shinies? Yeah. Like shiny and, stickers. Yeah, you
1: got, there's like, Dude, shi- shi- like shiny Mel B, you know.
0: Can I see it? Like, can he, I, I, I around? I, I just <laughs> hang out and watch. <laughs> it's weird. I was, I was, should, uh, I put, uh,
1: should I post it to you? Or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 2021, post it. Make sure you disinfect it first and post it. <laughs> Not for, for the reasons for that everyone's reasons. brain's going for to many you for many, many reasons. For many reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. But like, yeah, mate. But you know what? I think, I think that's for me is is um, it's what it's all about, really. You know, I think, you know, you think about the way in which um, I think my original point was the way things hit, and like you know, Cyberpunk last year um, was a classic example of a game that came out and it was so hyped up for so long. And I've done videos on this and I've talked about it a lot, but just very briefly to run to you know run it run it down. Uh, here's a game where we all spent I, I did sixty pounds, yeah, buying the game, and mm-hmm. I was so excited for it, and it came out, and it the hype was real for it on wasn't any it? level. Yeah. The hype, the hype was so real for it that. And, that's it. and this and this this same this same thing I, as I think what is the fundamental problem with Hollywood right now? Yeah, I think Hollywood it overhypes things so much to the point that you're like, oh my god, this is going to be the sickest thing I've ever seen in my life, yep. and you watch it and go, yeah, it was good.
1: It was that's good. That's a good trailer for you, isn't it? I mean, know, that's, die that's, hard. that's I mean, the the, yeah. the last ever Die Hard, uh, Die Hard Five, I think it was. Um, Live Free or Die Hard I remember because Die Hard 4 came out Bruce Willis came back with a bald head and I loved it it is my second favourite Die Hard it goes Die Hard 1 then Die Hard 4 controversial big leap that's controversial mate Wow. and then Die Hard 5 comes out and I remember seeing the trailer for it and I'm like this is gonna be epic and I went to the cinema didn't read any reviews so I didn't want to spoil it sat down 10 minutes in I looked at my brother and I went is it just me or is this awful Please tell me this. this, I said, please tell me this Die Hard film. And he looked at me and he went, I didn't want to say anything, but yeah, it's awful. Halfway through a Die Hard film, my favorite franchise of all time, I wanted to walk out of the cinema. But that is what a good trailer will do. And that applies to video games as well. So it is hard. It is hard. It's a gamble every single time you whack money down on release. So you should always, as a gamer, I always think you should wait for at least that first, maybe IGN review to pop off. Because throughout my time being a gaming fan, I always just, religiously, I go to IGN for my reviews okay seven that's seven, eight, nine, 10. you know what i mean? okay so are you are you so would you say that you work
0: regularly you would buy a game based on reviews as yes. opposed to just the way that it looked to you and you thought well oh, that's my kind of that's that's my that's my kind of meaty
1: yeah i mean I, I think we're lucky with a lot of games that you get that immediate review maybe like two two days before release like mm-hmm. with a with a franchise like um you know, Call of Duty, um, Zelda, Halo, Gears of War. like You know they're not going to flop. Like You know they're not going to under-deliver because they've, they've got a consistent back catalogue of amazing work. So like with those games, I'll pre-order them. Like, the, the game, mm-hmm. the, you know, franchise games, I'll pre-order them. But a new game stepping into the market that, that's, that looks great, it's got a lot of hype, I'll wait for that first review before I buy it.
0: Mate, see i'm 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 the i'm the opposite i think i get swept up all the time in the hype for something like i i've really enjoyed a lot of games um that you know aren't my my usual fare recently Mm. um i loved um you know the kind of like the i was always a big fan of the games um that were around the then the Man of Medan. There was originally there was um until Dawn came out. it's yes. so kind of like the horror one where you choose your own kind of choose your own adventurous like a horror game. Those games are are fab. I really enjoy those kind of like you choose your own pathway and kind of like that's that that to me is a really interesting concept because it's less about the action. It's more about the kind of like where where you want the story to go For and sure. the risks you're willing to take. And it's less about how quickly can I tap these buttons and mm. jump over this chasm as opposed to do I want to kind of die by a chainsaw or die by falling off a rooftop <laughs> into a fire. You know, I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the 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 thing with like the the movie thing as well. Like, and I and I I'm, I'm bringing this up as well because my my die hard five that you had was was Indiana Jones four for me with Kingdom of Crystal Skull mm-hmm. or Crystal Shit, shall I put into <laughs> it was just absolute non. It was just Terrible, yeah. and and I, and people, people. I get. I, I'm 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 a loser. I'm part of a lot of Facebook groups as well. I, I'm a Facebook guy. Like I don't use Facebook for anything other than weird fan groups. And one of them is like an Indiana Jones fan group or two. Mm. I'm part of a really a really weird fan group on the, uh, on Facebook, I which we is were cool. like,
1: I thought, I which you, is you, dude, I we're, we're not cool. cool. Saf, I am on? not
0: cool. I am I, I am I am a, <laughs> a member of a fan group where I watch. Indiana Jones people cosplay Indiana Jones and his dad Sean Connery in the movie I watch them like have family photo like it's weird <laughs> I don't know why I'm but I just haven't clicked like leave group immediately I just you keep freak! like I just keep going down the rabbit hole going just one more just one more picture so, uh,
1: I don't know why like it's just it's, it's I respect cringe. It. Cringe. I've been I've been serious I respect it I, I respect thanks it. but thanks
0: thanks mate thanks um as he unfriends me on facebook right now but um, at the same time like you know for me like big Indiana Jones fan and obviously Mm -hmm. the last movie was crap and this week you know at the moment they're currently you know they're filming the the latest Indiana Jones movie there's loads of like there's loads of uh, pictures coming out of like Glasgow where basically we all know now the movie is going to be about the moon landings about But, you know, the three astronauts, you know, Michael Collins, Buzz Aldrin, mm-hmm. Neil Armstrong, and I think a lot of it is to do with the parade in which they are, that this scene they're filming is the parade in which they're coming, they're, you know, kind of saying, I think, welcome back, we're back from, you know, where, you know, from, from the moon, basically. So we know it's in that kind of time period, yeah. which is great, which is fine. But we know, that, you know, we know that Harrison Ford hurt himself really badly. He's kind of done a shoulder in, so he can't film anything right now. So he was like living the life of Riley at Silverson at the weekend watching Hamilton win. I saw that, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's like, and I'm still like, I'm I'm watching this and I'm thinking, because of social media now as well, because of these different things, I, I kind of almost know what I'm getting myself into, in what's kind of in store, because I can just watch all these pictures taken on set. And you piece mm. the stories together and you're like, can I be bothered to watch Indiana Jones and a moon film? Like-
1: Of course you can. If you're willing to watch people cosplay of Indiana Jones, you can go watch him in a moon film. Come on, man. Yeah, man. I mean, just like... Look look in the mirror and ask yourself what what you just said. Of course you're going to go see that film. I'm really hot. Yeah. Like I keep saying. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into my living room. I'm going to open... What I'd like to do is open my balcony window. So I need to tell you just really briefly why I can't do that. And it is because I said at the start of this podcast that I had been away in Madrid and prior to that in Portugal for six weeks. So I get home. Everything yep. is as you'd expect. House is nice and tidy. Nothing, No one's broken. Everything. <laughs> my PS5's still there. I'm happy. I walk in. However, I look out onto my balcony and sitting on my balcony floor is a pristine, circular bird's nest with a large pigeon sat in the middle of it, right? And I'm thinking, this is so weird. And I said... I looked at it and it wasn't moving. So I text my mum and I was like, mum, you have just scared the absolute bejesus out of me by putting that plastic pigeon on my, um, on my balcony because I thought she'd put it there as a deterrent because I was getting a lot of bird poo on there. And I thought she'd put that there <laughs> to stop birds pooing on my balcony, right? So she didn't reply. Right. And then she does eventually. And she says, what do you mean? a uh, Fake pigeon. There's no, there's no, and, I, and I went back and it, it was looking the opposite direction. I was like, oh my, what is going on? Turns out, fast forward, long story short, I've got a family. Two two big pigeons and nursing an egg in a nest right on my balcony and I'm watching it unfold before my very eyes. Number one, do I, I feel like I've got to leave them there. And number two, it is like better than TV. Like I just get to sit and watch it all happen. It's awesome.
0: So you just came home and this bird had gone, oh, Ian's out. I'll mm. have I'll I'll sit here for a little bit, yeah. crouch down for a poo. That's it. Actually, egg why egg. not have some babies yeah. on, on, on the balcony while I'm at it? And you don't know how long two, I've wanted a Two birds, a on one stone. Wow. So now are you going to care for this pigeon? Are you going
1: uh, to I think I might sh- ado- sh- it? it's like an adopted, an adopted. As
0: in shoe away, not like sh- like go at it with a shoe. No,
1: no, no. no. I, I've, I, I've decided if there was no egg there, I was going to I was going to shift it and I was going to say, sorry guys, you've got to you got to find somewhere else to chill. But now there's an egg. I feel like it's my duty to make sure that that is a well-raised baby pigeon.
0: Oh mate. Well, I think I think that's very sweet. I think everyone on this, I think everyone that was is listening to this podcast right now, yeah. um, actually has been writing and saying the one thing missing is more animal chat. So yeah. I'm glad that we've been able to kind of facilitate, and and now we have ticked all boxes, yeah. and we're officially the greatest podcast there is of all there. time. Um, but I I, I, don't know how, I don't know how you know, mate. I think that's that's a pretty, it's pretty wilder instinctively how that pigeon has gone. I can tell that this this. Ladder's gone Yep. to the Euros Yes. before campus clutch. Yeah. Let's, let's just have some babies in yeah. his porch yeah. in
1: the meantime. That is a that is 100 IQ play right there. Well, if you pigeon. know what's the best bit? So it's on my balcony, right? I've got to isolate for five days and it's really hot, like we keep saying England. And the only place I could have gone to get any sun was on my balcony. And these two pigeons have taken my spot.
0: And you can't really shoo them away because pigeons are obviously endangered creatures. There's hardly any of them anywhere. There's
1: none of them, and you never see them, anywhere particularly in either. London. That's what, never in London, especially <laughs> not like Leicester Square or anything like that. You'll never see a pigeon.
0: Yeah, no, they're definitely nowhere near Nelson's Column, Trafalgar Square, no. nowhere near there nowhere because near. no one leaves bread on the floor. No ever. one's ever
1: been pooed on it by a pigeon in London. Ever. No
0: one's ever been pooed on by a pigeon in the UK. That is a no. that is a urban myth. myth. Okay,
1: yeah. never happened. <laughs> Mate,
0: before we uh, before we before we wrap, I thought I thought I'd introduce something quite quite fun into the show. Oh yeah, um, I thought I was thinking about ways that we can kind of get you guys at home more involved in the show as well, and we could kind of like you know, take a lead from you at sometimes and kind of do things too. I thought would be really cool because I was thinking the other day. I was I was I was sat down watching. Um, oh god, I this god awful film called Guns Akimbo. Have you heard of it? <laughs>
1: Where right. was it? Was it on okay, Netflix?
0: Okay, yeah, mate. Yeah, no, it was on Amazon Prime. Okay. Right, so it's coming in the UK. Amazon Prime comes out. This this, this film called Guns Akimbo. And I won't lie, I've I've heard of it before. Daniel Radcliffe's in it he yeah. as he continues his journey to not be typecast as harry potter mm. he's he's and, he, and to be fair i actually quite like danny radcliffe and a, a lot of stuff that he's done i, do. I think he's, he's good he's, he's very diverse very 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 good actor good guy um and he uh, this movie this movie i was thinking like how could i summarize this this film if i had to say if you fight if if like an elevator pitch if i was like we were in an elevator and about to go somewhere and i'm like i saw this film called, called guns akimbo what's it about 30 seconds bish bash bosh this is the summary and then you can make it your mum whether to see it or not. And I thought, 30 seconds, could I could I genuinely, like, summarise the film in 30 seconds? Um, I thought it would be really kind of cool if we introduced, right, into the show, we pick a game each week for each other yeah. that we have to then summarise the entire plot in, in 30 seconds. seconds. And we I love it. It's freaking genius. Are we doing this like, today? And it, 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 we, we could do this today. I, I could give you one just to kick things off if you want. Oh, um weird. okay oh okay i uh, know uh, uh, where um and obviously you guys listening in as well like we, uh, we would love your input so make sure to get us on social as we always say that all, all you know all the details are in in the bio they're obviously we're doing all this on youtube now as well so all the videos on youtube uh and as well as like you can find us you know adam savage and ian chambers across the board on different yeah. social platforms but um get your, su- your suggestions in do you want to give it a go because we haven't pre- we haven't planned this yeah so just i'm give nervous it
1: a go I, I, I always like to prep everything okay. i do but guys let's just do it let's do it
0: okay 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 um well let's go let's go with something basic the plot of super mario brothers one the first game okay you've got 30 seconds wait a second oh let me let me let me i'm gonna, I'm gonna time this i think I, I don't know the plot to this but i'm just gonna go with the general plot okay. but that's but that's but that's but that's the genius part okay. of this. Okay, okay, like, let's if do you this. don't know the plot from what you've seen pictures wise okay i want you just I to so. just to just to give it a go
1: 30 seconds starting from now you are an Italian plumber with a mustache. I think your brother is also a plumber and he's going to be there with you. And you are wearing a red with a blue overall outfit, with a red hat, and you are on a mission to get back your girlfriend. I think she's your girlfriend. She's called Peach, she's got blonde hair. She's been captured by a big dragon looking bloke with a big green shell, breathes fire, and he's got like orange hair. You've got to run, you've got to jump, you've got to throw fireballs, you've got to look out for the piranha-like plants that start chopping away at you when you jump over them, and you go down green tubes and collect coins. And while you do it- That's it. <sighs>
0: and why you do it, and why you do it. And time is up. <laughs> That's hard. That's so <laughs> that hard. That is hard. That is hard. Did I, I got a lot in there, though. Mate, do you know what? Solid effort, though. I think you got, you went got a bit, you went bit detailed. You got key moments. You went very detailed on his outfit. I quite like that. You no, were like no, that was those, those were wasted
1: seconds. Those were wasted, wasted seconds. seconds.
0: I thought you went down you went a very fashionista pathway. They're like, we, we didn't need that. We need more context but we live Bowser. and we learn.
1: We live and we learn. 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 All right, I let's like have. I've got my timer up. Okay. I've got my my timer up right here, right right. now. All right. All right. Go.
0: Test me. Test me.
1: Well, I mean, it it makes complete sense. Test me. It makes complete sense to go down the Sonic the Hedgehog direction, I think. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Okay. First ever Sonic the Hedgehog. You've got 30 seconds starting from now
0: you're a hedgehog you're really really fast uh there's a guy called dr robotnik and he's taking all the animals from everywhere and put them in these giant giant like vacuum things you've then got to speed your way around this about different environments trying to collect rings which make you go faster they're also kind of like a lifeline as well to get to these end levels where you find robotnik in different iterations he's got different different contraptions he's, he's got this crazy weird technology if you beat him in some respect he runs away you free the animals you save the animals you then keep going through this same cycle bit like you groundhog know. day until you take oh,
1: so much mate, better than freaking, me that is so hard much but i think i've got
0: them i've got the major points out i've got the major points across as well he's so i think i need like a me. visual clock as well so i can kind of count down
1: but all right wait 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 just just out of curiosity to see if i've improved let me try and do yeah. mario one more time all right all right okay all right, just for okay, my own peace is, of mind
0: because i've learned from the master okay. now okay ready all right you've got 30 seconds the plot
1: of mario three <laughs> two one You are an Italian plumber with a moustache and you are on a mission to retrieve your girlfriend who has been captured by an evil dragon with a big shell on his back who breathes fire. To do that, you've got to progress your way through several different levels, jumping over all sorts of obstacles, swimming through waters to get to him and defeat him and eventually, at the very end, take back the girl that is rightfully yours. Mate, 22 seconds. Bish bash bosh. See? I learned from you. that
0: is... (laughs) Mate, we, we, our powers combined, we are Captain Planet. That was incredible. Um, I go, we should I do mean, that 20. with guests.
1: When we get guests on, we should, yeah, we should a do hundred that hundred. P- and also- That is a thing. If we ever, I'm throwing this out here live on the show, not, not really knowing where we're going to go with this, but if anybody listening to this wants to come on this show and test their luck, you're more than welcome <sighs> to step up. Get on here. I love that. I absolutely love that.
0: It, you know, hit us up on social media. Send us send us your plot review of a game on social media. I Love will it. happily watch that and see how you know, oh, Plot review more... and a tweet.
1: Plot review and plot a tweet. Review.
0: Yeah. Plot review and a tweet. Yeah. Ha- like, tag us. Plot review and then and then uh, when you do that plot review, make sure as well. The more we'll respect. The more the more ridiculously big the storyline is that you manage to sandwich into thirty seconds. Yeah. We'll we'll do like little little claps like this in our bedrooms by ourselves for you when no I one's looking. Notice the louder they'll go, all right? Only we'll be able to what, testament to that. No one else. There won't be any evidence of that. But we guarantee it's a thing. Um, I've loved that, mate. It was. This has been an absolute joy. I've listened to so much. <laughs> I yeah, love,
1: this love these new little games. This is great.
0: Um, we're definitely going to get um as you said some guests on um as, as time progresses as, as you go forward with the podcast mm-hmm. as well. But you know we're we're loving the way that this is kind of like landed already, and you guys have been so receptive and so kind of like um so excited about everything that's coming your way with with the savvy situation as well. So, uh, do you make sure as we said to follow us on socials uh, to get in touch with the show? Uh, let's know your thoughts. Uh, all this um. All the different videos were highlights and the episode we uploaded to uh, YouTube as well. Do make sure to check it out there. Savage Situation Podcast on YouTube. Uh, Ian, uh, go save your pigeon. Yes. Uh, dry off. I'm going to yep. put some trousers on. Yeah. And I look forward to see you on the next one, brother. Absolutely.
1: Thanks so much for watching and listening, guys. Bye bye. Bye now.
0: MeUndies knows relationships aren't perfect. That's why they're celebrating imperfectly perfect matches with their new Valentine's Day collection. Right now, new customers get 25% off matching pairs. Match your bottom half to your better half in fun, limited-edition prints. Check out all of meandi's sustainably soft undies, socks, bralettes, loungewear, and more, available in sizes extra small to 4XL. Get 25% off your first order of matching pairs, plus free shipping, at MeUndies.com VDay25. A massive thanks to you guys for listening to this episode of the Savage Situation Podcast. It's been so much fun. Uh, Do as well make sure to check out the YouTube videos. mentioned this at the beginning. We have all these videos of the, the episodes on YouTube. We also have as well highlight clips. So make sure to check it all out, Savage Situation Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram. You know, we want to grow this community as big as we can. And you guys have been so supportive so far, and it's going to get bigger, better, faster, stronger. Thanks so much for listening. Take care. And we'll see you next week. That's right. On the next one. Take care for now. Thank you. And bye-bye.